This week, we have another full slate of games to look forward to. Luckily for us, DraftKings Sportsbook, America's top-rated sportsbook app, has us covered with so many different ways to get in on the action. DraftKings Sportsbook is based right here in the U.S., not offshore, so you know your funds are safe and secure. Plus, they have new odds, boosts, and promotions on your favorite sports every day. With DraftKings Sportsbook, you can bet from wherever, whenever, you don't even have to leave your house. And for those where sports betting is not yet available, head to the DraftKings app and check out all of their daily fantasy contests. Download the DraftKings Sportsbook app and use code SI when you sign up. For a limited time, all new users can get a sign-up bonus up to $1,000. That's code SI to get your sign-up bonus up to $1,000. Only at DraftKings Sportsbook. Must be 21 or older, New Jersey, Indiana, or Pennsylvania only. Bonus comprised of a first deposit bonus and a first bet match, each up to $500. Deposit bonus requires 25 times playthrough. Restrictions apply. See DraftKings.com sportsbook for details. Gambling problem? Call 1-800-GAMBLER or in Indiana, 1-800-9-WITH-IT. What up and welcome inside the SI Gambling Podcast brought to you by DraftKings. Corey Parson, the fantasy executive. Frankie Fatstacks and Ben Heisler getting ready to get down to the business of setting up this week. We got some NBA Finals action tonight. Also got the Major League Baseball playoffs and want to talk a little NFL. Frankie, what's up with you? Hey guys, how you doing today? It's uh, it's it's really good. What a great Monday night it was on all those games, and what a great overall day it was for all our SI Pro members. As the information just continues to stay red hot, and it's absolutely on a tear, going eight and two, last ten on release plays overall. All right, well, we got Ben. How did your evening go? Did you? I didn't get down anything last night. Did you? I did. I uh, was on the uh, the prop man from uh, earlier, as, as Frankie brought up. Unfortunately, I was a little too late to the party, and we saw that uh, strikeout number move up a half for me. And unfortunately, I pushed oh. as opposed to getting the win. But again, a great call by the prop man. If you're able to get those SI Fantasy Pro alerts bright and early, whenever the information comes in, uh, you can be the opposite of me and uh, take advantage of them. I just was a little too late to my phone. Got a lot going on here over in KC, but always good to be with you guys. Yeah, no doubt about it. So I want to hop in here. We all know the great quote, the great saying, good teams win, great teams cover. But we do got some bad teams in the NFL right now, especially when it comes to covering those numbers. I'm kind of curious, Frankie, to see if some of these teams can get their first ATS win this week. Atlanta Falcons, New York Jets. New York Giants to New York teams and the Houston Texans who just fired their coach yesterday. Shout out to everybody that cashed in on that one right there. Now, if we go back here and break it down, let's start with the Atlanta. Well, let's start with the New York Jets since they're right up at the top, and, they, and they're and the ones that Frankie has the most love for. Arizona Cardinals <laughs> laying seven this week against the New York Jets. Is this the week that the New York Jets get an ATS win or they can continue to struggle against the spread? Uh, for me, guys, you know that my train, my auto play is always going to be to fade Adam Gase. So for me, I can't possibly get behind a New York Jets team. But we do see that there is love right now, Corey, for the New York Jets in the betting markets. 
And I'm hoping that that market becomes even more supportive because as we know, this line opened in Vegas around most shops at eight and a half last week with the Cardinals being an eight and a half road favorite going into MetLife Stadium. And now this number is sitting at seven, even money at certain spots around Vegas. DraftKings, I believe, has this number listed at seven flat minus 110 on both sides. But for me, guys, can we get the word out there? Let's continue to get this word out there that the Jets are the side for everyone opposite of our SI gambling and SI pro community so we can get an even better number laying in support of Kyla Murray. I know the Arizona Cardinals have struggled and they've looked bad in the last couple of weeks, but this is the perfect remedy and the perfect get right spot for Kyla Murray and Kenyon Drake and the boys and DeAndre Hopkins to really get on, you know, on, you know, right the ship. And the perfect way to right the ship is to face Adam Gase. There is no way. I can't, like we all been saying all the time here, guys, on the SI Gambling Pod, friends don't let friends back the New York Jets. <laughs> well, we think, Ben, friends don't let friends back the New York Jets, the Arizona Cardinals, West Coast team, making that dreaded trip across the country for that 1 p.m. start. All right, listen, I, I hate to inflate our, our guy Frankie Fatstack's ego just by doing it in the name itself, but uh, I'm going to do it again. And I think he's right. Like, if you look at a lot of the information and trends coming in, uh, there's an understandable reason as to why the Jets are getting some sharp money. The Cardinals uh, are not taking the sharp approach here with back-to-back East Coast games. They're going back to Arizona and then flying back to the East Coast. That tends to be a recipe for a disaster for West Coast teams that are having to play a lot of these 1 p.m. East Coast time starts. And you're also seeing, you're right, some movement in the Jets' direction early. Uh, but, I mean, listen, Adam Gase has continued to find ways to survive despite not winning any games. Bill O'Brien, the first head coach fired in the NFL after the Texans' 0-4 start, and he had to face the Ravens. Uh, he had to face the Chiefs. Uh, he had to face, uh, I think, the Steelers. So they, the Houston was playing some really tough teams before they lost to an 0-3 Minnesota Vikings team. Uh, so listen, I'm going to go and stay with Frankie. He's the only, but he's the only guy on the SI gambling team for our free best bets to continue to remain four and oh, and I think the bulk of those plays have come from fading the Jets. So I can't get off the train at this point right now. Uh, if I can get the Cardinals, uh, even below that number of seven, I'm going to be jumping all over them. Next up on the dock, Atlanta Falcons winless against the spread to take on the Carolina Panthers. Panthers coming off a big home victory last week against the aforementioned Arizona Cardinals. When we logged on on the DraftKings Sportsbook, this game was sitting at Carolina plus three. This red trap game all over it to me. The spread has now dropped Carolina plus two and a half just that quickly. This is a trap game. This is the time to take the Atlanta Falcons, Frankie. Uh, maybe for you, but not for I. I cannot support Dan Quinn. Dan Quinn is an absolute auto fade, just like uh, Adam Gase. I see the same direction that you're seeing, but I actually envision that Matt Rule and Teddy Bridgewater, I think this is going to be a great spot for them. I actually highlighted Teddy Bridgewater as my top streaming option this week in fantasy football over on SI Fantasy. You guys got to make sure you check that article out, but I'll be honest. I believe that Bridgewater is in for a big, big outing in week five, and I love what Matt role is doing because we know he had that connection coaching Robbie Anderson at the collegiate level. And once again, he is emerging into the 
wide receiver one on that club as he now leads the Carolina Panthers in yards as well as receptions through the first quarter of the season. And I think that both of those players, Anderson and Bridgewater, are going to be in for a big spot against a porous Atlanta defense. I actually believe that grabbing plus three, if you can find it anywhere, I believe there's certain spots around here in Vegas that's still a, a posting a three right now that you can still find around town. And I actually believe that this may be one of the plays that I will be looking to get down on this afternoon if I can hopefully find plus three still out there. I think the Panthers are a live road dog. Do you disagree with me also, Ben? I don't know if I disagree. I think I'm probably looking towards the total in this game instead because I do think Frankie's right in the sense that Bridgewater should have a big game, but also Matt Ryan and Todd Gurley should be in for a nice game as well. I I know that the Falcons gave up three touchdowns to Robert Tanyan last night. One of them was pure luck because their cornerback just fell down. Uh, And again, salute to our guy Frankie and also to uh, Rob Jeriak who writes the showdown articles over at SI Fantasy Pro. Both those guys talked about Robert Tanyan uh, heading into Monday night. So I feel like this is kind of that game where you maybe want to side towards the over just because you know that the Falcons aren't going to stop anybody through the air. Panthers aren't going to stop anybody through the ground. And it's just sort of goes round and round and round. Here we go. So I feel like the over is probably my play because this no, we know this total at some point, guys, is going to move up. It's at 53 and a half on DraftKings. I've seen it as high as 54 and a half on some other books. So if you can jump on it, maybe even grab it at 53. We'll see if that line moves at all. Maybe you can move it a half a point on DK Sportsbook. Uh, but I love the over in this game between the Panthers and the Falcons. Good call right there on that one. The hapless Dallas Cowboys are home against the New York Giants. Frankie, the Giants laying nine and a half in this one. I mean, excuse me, catching nine and a half in this one. I would, I'm not, I'm not, I'm, you know, I don't fool with the Dallas Cowboys. Yeah, I can. I, this this game looks like a pure stay away. It opened at eleven and a half with Dallas being a double digit favorite at home last week in Vegas, and we now see that over at DraftKings Sportsbook, this line currently sits at nine and a half. So there's been some early sharp steam or even public steam fading the Cowboys after that embarrassing loss to the Cleveland Browns at home that the Vegas Whisper Sharps were actually on last week, backing the Browns, and they actually saw that possible upset coming, and they were all over. Baker Mayfield, but I don't know how you can be all over Daniel Jones, who has not thrown a touchdown in three consecutive games. I do believe he has a better outing this week. (laughs) He very well might. It looks like if they roll out me, you, and Corey, uh, me, you, and Ben out there, Corey, uh, we we may be able to put a touchdown on the board against that Cowboy defense because it's unbelievable right now. They look like a Division II AA NCAA defense out there. They can't seem to stop a nosebleed. It's absolutely unreal what's going on with the Dallas Cowboys in that back end. But, you know, obviously I think that the Giants – are gonna? They're not gonna win this game. There's no way they're gonna win this game. I know that they played better, uh, you know, and they actually shocked some people covering against the number against the Rams. But I think that just. I think this might be the spot that Dak needs and Zeke needs. I actually think Zeke finds the end zone, according to my model, multiple times this week. And I think that Dak Prescott also throws for multiple touchdowns. I also believe that Daniel Jones will also find the end zone and throw multiple touchdown passes in this game as well. But I don't know if it's a number I can get behind. I think this number is just a little too scary on both sides for me. As of right now, with this current number of nine and a half, it's a stay away from me, guys. Interesting stuff right there. What are you thinking, Frank? I mean, Ben. I'm 
yeah, I was thinking that, you know, in any other circumstance, we could look at this as the Jason Garrett revenge game. But Jason oh, Garrett's, like, too boring for revenge. He's like, yeah. well, you know, it's just another opponent on our schedule. And, you know, yeah, I had some great years in Dallas. And, you know, Jerry was great to me, and even though he really wasn't. So uh, normally I would look at this and say, all right, maybe it's an opportunity for, uh, for old Jason Garrett to try and pull out some cards. The problem is that he ain't got no deck. So at some point, I just don't know what's going to happen with the Giants offense. They need to start to come around at some point. Maybe the Cowboys defense is the perfect get right spot for them. And conversely, Frankie, you're talking about, you know, this game for Ezekiel Elliott and Dak Prescott. Like these guys are fine. They're putting up numbers. They're doing all right. It's the defense that needs to find a way to slow things down. So if you're looking at a, a an highly anticipated offensive performance on both sides, and again, give the Giants uh, a decent amount of credit. The Rams offense had been really good entering that game, and they slowed them down in the under hit in that game. The Giants actually put up some fight. They put up some fight on the defensive side, both against the game against Chicago in the second half, uh, and then really throughout most of the game against the Rams. So I was actually a bit impressed with what I saw, but Cowboys offense is an entirely different situation. Um, this is either that get-right game for Dallas on both sides of the ball where they just blow them out, or once again, the Giants hang around and they put up a bunch of points. So I'll probably look at the total for this game. We've seen it all the way up to 54 and a half uh that might be a little bit too high for me so at this point i'm probably staying away all right and then you have the head coachless now with romeo cornell is there in the interim you got the head coachless houston texans they're coming in there laying six against the jacksonville jaguars i kind of feel the same way about houston as i feel about atlanta frankie yeah i mean i actually you know i'm a little bit disappointed because i wanted him i actually didn't want him to be fired i wanted to make sure that we kept these coaches in line because you know as we know bill o'brien was an auto fade for me with adam gase and now dan quinn has moved into that role but i wanted dan quinn i wanted bill o'brien to stay there and now i'm not so sure i actually have respect for romeo cornell i think romeo cornell will do a better job just like i think if the jets ever move on from adam gase i believe that williams will do a a better job as an interim uh, coach from the defensive side of the ball if he ever took over for the Jets as well. I, I think that he would be the first in succession to take that role. But I don't want the, these teams to make moves because I think if they do make these moves and these clubs make these moves in season, it's actually going to hurt the value of the auto fade. And right now, I don't know what to do with this game, guys. For me, it's a stay away. I don't I, I don't trust Gardner Minshew, uh, and I really don't trust, you know, laying almost a full touchdown right now with the Texans. How does this club respond? Was there more guys that that wanted O'Brien to stay and feel like he got he never should have been let go? Or do they nope. – well, how, how do they really come out? Are they going to come out and say they want to beat the Jacksonville Jaguars? by? You're really going to have to win this game by seven points or more. So I don't know if they really can do that. Is there anyone out there that can honestly trust the Houston Texans and lay a big number right now? I would look at it and say they don't they 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 are happy to see Bill O'Brien go. And I believe the reason why anytime you see Deshaun Watson dapping up and hugging an opponent during the course of a football game, <laughs> I think that that's a good sign that, you know, that guy's probably saying, "Damn, man, I feel bad for you, son." Like, "Man, don't worry about it. We'll be all right." Right. He got paid and he ended up being all right. I, there was a, a, a tweet from from earlier from uh, my buddy Matt Miller, NFL draft scout, who was mentioning um, the, the I think it was either the defensive coordinator or one of the top defensive coaches uh, over for Houston. And I, I don't remember his name, but they thought of him as uh, the potential long term replacement for uh, for Romeo Cornell after this year. Listen, I. 
I, I didn't get to, I was in Kansas City after Romeo Cornell left. He provided some uh, fairly interesting memories uh, here in KC, including uh, screwing up the expression, you know what happens when you assume. Normally it's, it's you make an ass out of you and me, but I think he just said, you know what happens when you assume? I mean, boom. That's not the expression. <laughs> um, so I, I think as far as the Texans go, they, they were ready for, for something different. There was uh, somebody who had tweeted out that there was just no confidence in, in Bill O'Brien anymore. In fact, our own Michael Shapiro over at Sports Illustrated had a great tweet that uh, I saw got picked up by Adam Schefter where he said, imagine whispering right now in, in Bill O'Brien's ear up 24 nothing on the Kansas City Chiefs in the playoffs that you would never win another game uh, as the coach of the Texans again, and then he also and then he also said, "Now imagine whispering in somebody's ear in the midst of everything that's going on right now." So two components to all of this just don't make a whole lot of sense. Uh, I think Frankie's right. There's not really a good side here. The fact that the number's gone down to, to minus six kind of feels gross on both sides. Uh, I do think the Texans Texans respond. I think they'll have a better opening drive. They'll just be able to get some points on the board a little bit earlier. But Jacksonville. Listen, despite the fact that Gardner Minshew has not looked great the last couple weeks, they tend to hang around games that they probably shouldn't based on the talent level. The talent is just on on, an, on another level for Houston. I know that they're 0-4. Both them and Dallas are 0-4 against the spread so far this year. Uh, but from a talent level, there's no questioning that Houston is in a much better spot than Jacksonville. So my initial lean is still on Houston. But then again, it's still a lot of points to give to, uh, you know, compared to the fact that they haven't, you know, they haven't won against the spread all year, and they're still laying six at home. All right, then we go right there. Let's get ready to head over to Major League Baseball. We already have some action going on right now, but um, we got some earlier starts today. You got, we got all the, the Astros and the Athletics. We got the Yankees and the Rays and the Padres and the Dodgers. You know, for people to get a chance to listen to this and get their wages, and let's start with the Yankees and the Rays. Uh, Frankie, Yankees are plus 108 in this one. Rays minus 125. Tyler Glass now and Delvey Garcia on the mound for these two respective ball clubs. Yeah, the Yankees, they came, what a performance last night, and a lot of people were happy to see that grand slam by Stanton in the ninth inning. That helped push the game over the posted total, so a lot of the people that were backing the Yankees and over in that game were ecstatic to see that Stanton finally made an impact, and a big impact, because he's been injured for a large portion of this season and hasn't really lived up to expectations that most Yankee fans were envisioning when he came over from the, the Marlins, but I'll be honest, guys, there is a play on this game, but you have to become a member of SI Pro and get behind the paywall right now and start winning with us because the Vegas Whispers have spoken on this game, but you have to get behind that paywall to find out what that play is. What we got, Ben? What do you think about this one right here? Total sitting at eight and a half. All right, so I haven't heard the the play from from Frankie just yet, so this is sort of my own analysis here. Uh, Yankees are running out Debbie Garcia, who just has flat-out filthy stuff. And despite mm -hmm. the fact that the Rays uh, ended up winning that uh, AL East this year, they strike out a ton. So Garcia, I think it's going to be very dependent on whether or not he has control uh, of some of that elite level pitching stuff that he has. So if he's able to go out and be able to get, you know, five, six innings, that is big, big news uh, for the New York Yankees because they're going up against Tyler Glass now and he's been terrific 
throughout the course of the season. Probably a little bit of a regression, maybe I'd say this year compared to in years past, but you're talking about two pitchers that have really good stuff. I feel like if I had a play on tonight, I'd be looking at the total and probably taking the under. I think right now I'm seeing it uh, at DraftKings Sportsbook at either nine or eight and a half. It might have just changed. So uh, my thought process initially on this is to go ahead and lean on the under with two really good pitchers. Now the Rays also have an opportunity to rattle a young kid. I think he's 22 years old. And so maybe they get to him early, but a bunch of runs were scored last night. Uh, I think it's going to be a slightly different. You're going to probably see maybe a 4-3 type of game this evening. Interesting stuff. San Diego and the Dodgers. Frankie, what do we think about this one? Uh, well, I love Fernando Tatis, and what, are you not, what is really not to love about him? But, man, it's hard to bet against the Dodgers. They just look absolutely stacked, and the line right now just continues to be in the Dodgers' favor, and it makes it almost prohibitive to even back the Dodgers. It's almost like the bookies are begging you to take those big plus juicy odds with the San Diego Padres tonight. We're going to be rolling out Mike Clevenger on the, on the bump. But I, I just don't know, guys, if I had to make a play, for me, it's a stay away. I don't have any real drop information on this game. But if I had to make a play, I would want to back the Dodgers. And that's what makes me stay away because I don't, I'm don't. i never in favor. One thing that I've learned from the shops out here in Vegas over my time here in almost a decade plus working in sports books and being here in Vegas and around town and creating the network that we now have here for the SI Pro members, honestly, guys, you don't lay this kind of juice. And when you don't lay this kind of juice because you stay away from it, it just you you watch, sit back, get your popcorn ready, and enjoy the matchup. But if I had to make a play, it would be on the Dodgers. But because of the prohibitive odds, it's a stay away. Tough one right here, Ben. It's this one's really really tough for me. I'm kind of in that same area as Frankie. Yeah. Uh, you know, Mike Clevenger going up. Mike Clevenger's a really good pitcher. It's a guy with World Series and playoff experience with his time with Cleveland. He's never faced LA in his career, and I think that's an advantage to him. Uh, and then conversely, Walker Buehler is on the other side, and he's been solid. Uh, I think it's an opportunity for a statement game for him tonight. Uh, but he also hasn't thrown a lot of innings, and the Padres are going to grind out some at bats, and they hit for power. So again, the, the, the ballpark is going to be playing, um, you know, fairly different. They're not playing in LA, obviously. And so I think that plays a role uh, compared to how it would normally play, be more of a pitcher friendly park. Uh, my initial lean at this point is to probably lean again on the under, but again, uh, I, it's still probably a stay away for me at this point. All right, now let's get back to the NBA. Finish up strong with this one. Lakers heat, Frankie, the king of taking your money lane seven and a half versus the Miami heat. Uh, I, it's for me, guys. It's it's I'm 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 gonna be sit, staying away from this game myself personally because I I really want to back the Miami Heat. But as everyone knows, I already have the Heat at plus four hundred to win or four to one um, to win the series, and I'm really hoping that you know uh, that Miami Heat can make a series of this and tie it up at two games to two. And for me, I mean, I would if I was betting on if I didn't have that series bet, I would be looking to back the Heat and grab that plethora of points again and grab you know over I believe it's still seven and a half guys. I would yep. be looking. I would be looking to grab the points in Game Four. All right, let's get ready to wrap it up, Ben. Mm. Yeah, the fact that Frankie's going to be actually going towards the points uh, once again for Miami, I feel like that's probably the way. Uh, but I also feel like LeBron, especially after everyone finally starts to get on board, think about all the public money that went on the Lakers in game two after Goran Dragic went out, Bam Adebayo went out, um, you know, and then Miami ended up, I think, just barely covering in that game. Correct me if I'm wrong, guys. I think Miami ended up covering in, uh, in game two and then yep. certainly the outright win in game number three. So to me, it kind of feels like it's an opportunity 
uh, for LeBron to make a statement, go ahead and make this a 3-1 series, uh, put the ball in Anthony Davis's hands quite a bit where there's really nobody to be able to slow him down on the Miami side. I, I feel like my initial lean is going back towards the Lakers in this one. No doubt about and, it. Right? And guys, guys, just one other thing. I want to reward everyone who stayed to the end of this podcast with a Vegas Whispers sharp hey. MLB, MLB free play. And the free play play of the day is the Houston Astros. The shops over here in Vegas got down on this at a pl- at even money as well as minus 103. We're now seeing this number currently at DraftKings Sportsbook at minus $1.14. Get down on the Houston Astros tonight and lay the number quickly, guys, because the number appears to be on the move. The Houston Astros are the free play to everyone who stayed to the end of the SI Gambling Podcast. There you go, Vegas whisper style. For my main man, Frankie Fastax and Ben Heisen, I'm Corey Parson, the Fantasy Executive SI Gambling Podcast, brought to you by DraftKings. Out.